Yo, what's going on, PLC Podcast? This is week four. So if you're here, you know what this is. You know what we're doing. We're going to talk about week three results. We're going to talk about trades and waiver wire pickups and drops. And then we're going to make our predictions for week four. We're also going to talk about standings at the top of the episode because we are three weeks into the season. We have standings. So we have a couple players that are undefeated. We have a couple players still looking for their first win. So we're going to talk about all of that in the upcoming episode. So again, if you are here, you know what this is. Uh, be sure you follow on Spotify, Apple Music, um, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're at. Or if you're just listening on Anchor, that's fine too. Just make sure you stay tuned because we do this every week. And this is week four. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, PLC Podcast? Welcome back. Uh, another week, another episode of the podcast, and here we are. So, Jay, what's up? Man, you already know, bro. As <laughs> usual, we back week right, four, right. chilling. Right. No, we're we're back at it. So, uh, another another weekend passed, another week of battles ahead. So, you know, PLC in season stuff, nothing crazy. Um, so this week we're just gonna do the same thing. We're gonna talk about. Last week, uh, last week's results. We're going to talk about last weekend's waiver pickups and trades, and then we're also going to talk about our picks for week four. Um, but we just kind of spoke to it a second ago. Um, I do just want to cover the standings really quick, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Crown Conference. Jay, you can grab the Armor Conference, um, just so we know where everyone stands at this point. So, sir. All right. So Crown Conference standings. Um, eight players: Aris and Zach are leading the pack at one in. They're, they're ranked one and two, I guess. And they both are three and oh. So Justin is in third at two and one, uh, along with Steven, who is also two and one. Mike is in that fifth spot. So what would be the last play in, uh, playoff spot, I guess. He'd find, find himself in the play in round. Um, but he's all, or he's at one and two. So one and two. And then Ty, Jay Wade, and Brian, they round out the bottom. And they are both, or all, one and two. So. That's where the Crown Conference stands. That's your player rankings f- heading into this week. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, pretty good, you know. And then on the Armor Conference standings, we have Dan and Ian also tied at 3-0, and um, taking up the first two spots. We have my co-host Jordan taking up the third spot at 2-1. and one. We have myself actually at fourth place, which is, I'm surprised I'm still up that high, to be honest. <laughs> but fourth place is good, and then we have Phil... Rounding up the fifth and final playoff spot if the season were to end today. And then we have have the struggling guys, man. I don't want to say struggling because it's still early, but, you know, the final three in the order of Stephen B., Simon, and Brendan all have the same record. The plus minuses for Stephen B. and Simon are the same, and Brendan still, you know, he's in that last spot, but a win would be huge for him. But, yeah, that's, that's how it is. Shaving up in the armor conference, man. Pretty yeah. much how I expected it to go down, if I'm being honest. I mean, yeah, that kind of is. Um, like, if you were looking at the, like, everyone's 0-0, beginning of the season, we have a few vets. Um, Ian, been here since season one. I think Dan, maybe season two, maybe season three. I can't remember exactly. Um, and then Dan, I'm... Dan was season four, I believe. Was it? Three. Oh, it's either three or four. I'm not sure which one. Though. It's somewhere in there, it's yeah. Four. But a veteran for, for the past few. Um, and he's mm-hmm. proven to be a competent battler, too. So so he has that going for him. And then I've been here since season one. Jay, you were here since season two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Phil, I think Phil 
actually played in season four, skipped season five, but now he's back for season six. And then Stephen B, he was a rookie last season, and then Simon and Brendan are both new players. So I kind of agree with you in a sense that you kind of could look at it and just based on, you know, experience, PLC experience, you can kind of shape out those standings. But, hey, I mean, a lot could change in the next, uh, like, eight weeks, so. 100%. All right, well, let's talk about last week's standings. So... We did the same thing last week. We looked at week three's matches and we said, I think this person's going to win and I think they're going to win by this much. And we were right and we were wrong for a few of them. So let's, uh, let's just hop right in. <laughs> um, okay, so first battle is Steven and me. Um, Jay, you picked Steven by two. I picked myself by two. And Steven won by three. So I did lose. So you get that. Good job, Kitsid. Good job. Good stuff. <laughs> Kind of, about. kind of a shame that I uh, lost that one. I feel like I blew it in, you know, two parts of the battle. But um, it's okay. all good. You win some, you lose some. So I'll take that on the chin okay. and move forward. Um, of course, next. Bro. So Ty and Stephen B play. Um, you picked Stephen B by three. I picked mm-hmm. Stephen B by four. I think Ty was actually winless going into this match, but yes, Ty sir. wins by five. So we both yeah, missed. bro. This that was surprised to say the least. Because again, up to this point, and I believe even still this upcoming week, we this will be the first time when Ty faces Steven that we'll actually get to see him, you know, on replay. Yeah. So at least we can get to see what it is he's been doing. Um, I know he's been getting some coaching and tips from Maurice. Mm-hmm. He said that played a really big part into the result of the match. But you know, props to Ty. I don't think any. I, I definitely expected. You sound like you expected. I think it just came out of nowhere. You know, we've all been really high on Stephen B, considering he was a finalist last year. Maybe we gotta, you know, start showing Ty a bit more respect. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, anytime you have a Reese in your corner too, because it did sound like he did get some, you know, ideas, and everyone's always reaching out for help. So I mean, it makes sense that he that he got some input. But um, Arise is you know proven. Arise is really good at battling. <laughs> so if you have him like giving you tips. Uh, that's, you know, a recipe for success, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so speaking of Arise, um, Arise played Simon. So you predicted Arise by five, I predicted Arise by four. So we were both pretty bullish on Arise taking this, but Arise actually only won by two. So we both do get it right, right but we missed kind of by a wide margin. True, but in defense of, you know, us, in defense of Arise, uh, he even said it in my chat a couple of times. He did say there was a one play that probably could have resulted in a 5-0 if you look back at the replay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's talking about the when he had his decidui, I believe a plus two attack or mm-hmm. it's something like that. He Wiggy's policy was triggered something around or Barry was thrown. I forgot exactly what happened, but yeah. he could have maxed airstreams as the laser kid and probably killed it, and that probably would have secured a bigger victory margin. But, you know... It happens, you know, props right. to Simon for, you know, sticking it out and at least putting up a fight. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, just it's how the ball rolls sometimes. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's true. Um, so, again, good good job, Simon, putting up a good fight because Arise is, you know, he's a three-time champion. You've probably heard it a million times before, um, but he's really good. So, to stick in that battle, um, that's really, uh, really good. Um, so, we both did call that correct. Unfortunately, not a perfect call for either of us, but then... We have Prince Hendo. 
so Mike played mm-hmm. Brendan, and you predicted Mike by four. I predicted Mike by one, thinking that it was going to be a good battle because I had been prepping with Brendan a little bit heading in. Um, but Mike actually pulled it out by three. So we both get it called mm-hmm. correctly. Um, but it was a, you know, a little bit more of a battle than I thought, and you were kind of right on par calling it, you know, at four. Try, you know. <laughs> no, it was a, a very close call. Um, but going into the next battle, so Zach and Phil. So you call Zach by two. I call Zach by five, and Zach win by uh, wins by two. So the first perfect call of the week goes to you. So props. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Props to you. No, that was a. Thank you. Thank you. That is a good call. Anytime you can get it perfect, it's always like, all right, cool. That was dope. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought thought it was a good match. Um, I think Phil's team is a bit. Um, I wouldn't say underestimated. I just think a lot of people don't really see it too much as like one of the big. You know, you think of like the players and the teams. You just think like, you know, Zach is a good player, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever Zach has on his team, you're gonna have faith that Zach's gonna do well. You know what I mean? Same thing with Faree, same thing with Mike, same thing with you, Ian, you know, people like that. Um, Phil, again, he had the one season, which is season three. And I still think, still do think his team has a lot of potential now. I think he's made really good pickups. So, I, I, you know, I just felt like maybe he put a bit of a fight. And according to Zach, that match was definitely close to that. He did have to fight back. But, you know, props to Phil, man. You know, he's, he's still getting there, but he's still in a playoff spot. I think our conference is, uh, I want to say it's still open, but, you know. <laughs> no, I think it is, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just climb. For sure. Anytime you, you know, you get a win on the board, that's, or, I mean, he has a win on the board. That's kind of what I was trying to say. So, mm-hmm. he's not, you know, 0-3. He's not winless. And, you know, you just, you win this week, you're 2-2, two and two, 500, and, you know, you just keep playing. So, exactly. um, and again, losing to Zach's not really a, Zach's good, so. Uh, kind of one of those players that you want to bring your A game, and if you if you do win, it's like okay, that's a, a pretty big victory. If you lose, that's okay. You know, on to the next one. So, exactly. All right. So Brian and Jay. So Brian plays you, and you predict yourself by four. I also predict you by four, and you let us down. Oh, man. <laughs> so Brian actually gets what? to win by two. So let's hear about it. Yeah, man, props to Brian, definitely, uh, you know, he definitely pulled it out, I give it to him. Uh, I definitely think I shot myself in the foot early on and practically made one of my Pokemon useless, so I was kind of pretty much fighting with five from the start. Um, think I fought back really well to, to try to get in it, think the 4 was still a possibility at some point, but, you know, the, the Hitmonlee thing threw me off, I should have max guarded, uh, yeah, just bad switch and again brian played super well and it just happens man i'm not used to losing two in a row this early at least but it happens yeah props to brian again because that was also his first win of the season and i I do think he played really well yeah now watching back like thinking back to watching that match that fake out from Hitmonlee was unexpected. Like, I, I know you could say they kind of expected it, but I fully expected it to go into, I think, Volt was next to uh, your Max Crobat, and I was like, okay, it's not going to move this turn, but, and then it, it KOs with the normal gem, and I was like, all right, you know, that was that was kind of unexpected, and it was a good play, and it ended up, you know, paying off. So, uh, yeah, props to Brian. Um, you get a win of the season, but you screw us in our predictions, so that sucks. <laughs> um... 
All right, so Jay Wade and Ian. So Jay Wade is from the UK. Ian is from the US. And there's a thing there. <laughs> there's a lot of... Um, it's a playful rivalry. Um, but you predicted Ian by one. I predicted uh-huh. Jay Wade by two. And Ian wins by one. So another perfect call for you this week. And I Thank you, CEO. Miss. Thank you. <laughs> so I... Fully expected Jay Wade to to bring his A game because I know he did not want to lose that match just because of again that friendly rivalry that they have, um, but Ian you know pulled it out. So strange game. I think he ended up moon blasting his Raichu at one point, um, but yeah he pulls it out nonetheless. So good job, Ian. Yeah, man, that was an ugly match. Ian Jay Wade, <laughs> I'm sorry that 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 match was sloppy. I'm sorry there was numerous points where I feel like and I think they also would agree with this that I felt like the lead could have been taken if targeting was different I also mm-hmm. feel like they forgot a fair amount of things and it's Pokemon man it happens you know like when J-Way tried to put um I forgot some, he tried to put something asleep forgot that Misty Terrain mm-hmm. was still active and then it's like Grass um what's it called um Spore I think Rage Powder doesn't work on Grass type so he forgot that and I think Ian kind of like you know I, would, I wouldn't say he played bad but you know they, they both played all right i think they're both gonna look back at the match and like i definitely could have played better but i think they w that counts yeah um i was really scared um when i saw the the right you get smacked by a moon because <laughs> i think that would have maybe the gaming's algorithm or whatever it is maybe what gave jay away the win but again at the end of the day it's w that matters i think they're both gonna be fine yeah. at the end of the season anyway no for sure definitely it was a strange game um but again, you, you said it, a win is a win, so you take those and, again, you move on to the next one and try not to moonblast yourself going forward. <laughs> Probably uh, a good piece of advice. Um, okay, so the last match of last week, Justin and Dan. So you called Dan by four, I called Dan mm-hmm. by two, and Dan kind of split us, split the decision a little bit by winning by three. So we both get it correctly. Unfortunately, no perfect call for either of us, but... Dan does uh, take Justin down. I think Justin was undefeated to this point, too. Sir, definitely a match I wish we had uh, some type of replay for. Yeah. Um, Props Justin started off hot. I did think his schedule was a bit lax. Mm-hmm. I'm being completely honest. Um, and I think Dan would just, Dan's pretty much on a, he usually starts off really strong. I'm hoping he doesn't dip like he usually does for <laughs> the season. Dan, I'm sorry, but it's true. It just, just happens. I'm not seeing it split you. So I'm hoping he keeps up this momentum going. And yeah, man, it's pretty, uh, really wish I had a, a replay for this one. Can't really say much on it because, again, didn't really see what happened. And I didn't really care about it in you know, my chat from anybody, but I'm pretty sure it was a good match. Right. No, they always are. So. So Dan, you uh, you come away with the victory there. So I think you're actually three and zero now. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, so that's actually last week. So last week, Jay, you went six and two overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you had two perfect calls. So props to you. Um, I you. went four and four. So not the best week. I didn't go sub five hundred. Not yet, which is good. <laughs> um, but I had no perfect calls. So zero. I goose egged that category. Um, and year to date. You've predicted 17 games correctly and eight, uh, no, seven games incorrectly. So your record is 17 and seven. And I've actually done nice. the exact same. So I'm 17 and seven as well. Um, nice. Year to date, you have five perfect calls and I have four. 
perfect calls. That's so what, you are that's what I like to hear edging right me out just a tiny bit. So that's actually kind of exciting to see. Um, I like the records. I like being seventeen and seven. Feels good, right? Um, but yeah, I just want to get some perfect calls this week. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Sir. All right. So moving on to the next section of the pod, we're going to talk about this past weekend's waiver pickups and trades. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go ahead and bounce over to that section of the sheet, we will Sir? take a look and see what um what people were thinking. Um so I usually start this off just because I have like the first uh my name is listed first. But this weekend I actually didn't feel like I needed to make any moves. Um I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything. So I didn't. Uh so I'll start with Reese. So Reese drops Decidueye, which he actually just picked up last week and you know weakness policy it got the dub with it so that's cool um and he picks up flapple so flapple i think it's fast um i can't remember i think it's very offensive um the term glass cannon comes to mind when i think of it um Mm -hmm. and i don't know you know much more than that i think it might be a grass dragon so i think it's four times weak to ice so you got to be careful there um but I mean, its design is really cool. So I'm a huge fan. Exactly. So so cool. <laughs> right, right. But um, but yeah. So he Ariz has this thing for picking up Pokemon that you would not expect to be, you know, the most competitively viable, and kicking butt with them. So I think that might be what he has planned for this, you know, for this Flapple. But we'll see. Yeah, you know, I like Flapple. Uh, definitely think any Pokemon when it's put in the perfect, you know situation where it has several things to support it it usually does well i think that's what a recent team has it's definitely in a position where i think can do well uh three really good yeah, three really good abilities in my opinion the first one is is ripen ripens varies double their effect so what i'm assuming is let's say he was in a pinch right you know how some berries would usually raise attack mm-hmm. defense things like that right. maybe i'm assuming this is what it does is because it's a double effect instead of getting a plus one when the barrier activates you get a plus two Ooh, you know i can I mean? see that yeah that'd be actually pretty cool uh gluttony use a berry when hit points are below 50 percent just in case you know it gets hit uh flapple not really too durable so maybe that extra boost in hp at that specific moment will end up you know maybe setting its life for the next turn you're right and then lastly hustle we all know hustle uh, increased physical attacks 50%, average 80% accuracy. Uh, we saw some of it on Dragozole. Ariz actually had Dragozole on his team last year. He ran wide lens, I believe, with the Dragozole, and that really uh, put in a lot of work for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like Flap Wolves kind of served that same role. Pretty good, you know, attack, base 110, nothing to really, like, scoff at, you know what I mean? Base 70 speed, but as you said, its defenses are kind of terrible. The physical defense 80, special defense 60. You could run maybe an assault bus if he chooses to. There's still that four times we can to ice. Right. And it also has, um, it has, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the, um, Gigant Max form. So maybe he wants to run some of that. I don't think the max move is too powerful. It really just reduces, like, you know, evasiveness. So I guess that's not really the greatest. <laughs> but, options you know no i like it's i, I do like flapple i like it's uh it's design you know it's a little apple dragon um it's got a cool <laughs> shiny actually too it's a green apple that's pretty uh creative but um yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no anything in reese's hands can be dangerous so um 
yeah, it's just watch out if you're prepping for his team. Don't, you know, sometimes you look at a team and you're like, oh, I don't have a plan for that at all. And that's not the case with Reese. So <laughs> just make sure you're ready. Next up, we got Stephen B. Speaking of Flapple, dropping Flapple, <laughs> picking up Dustin Noir. Uh, thought it was a good move. I don't think Flapple really had place on his team. I think um, with the wheezing there, it kind of really difficult because it stops a lot of Flapple's abilities, which I feel like are extremely helpful in battle. Um, Misty Terrain, if Flapple wants to maybe run a Dragon Move, that Dragon Move is going to do 50% of that less. You know, so with the Dusnar, if he wants to go to Trick Room now, I think he has that option. I don't think he really had a Trick Room setter before. Um, remember in his match against Ian, his Shuckle was pretty much just there. So maybe it moving first, some maybe like, I don't know, changes the impact it'll have on the battle. But he has some some slow folks, so I think Dusnar is going to help him out with that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's, um, he's going up against me this week too, so I'm not sure if he you know, consciously thought, hey, I want to have, like, a really good trick room option, um, considering I kind of kind of do. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. So I, I noticed that just in my little bit of, you know, preparation that I did today is uh, just kind of glanced at the team, and I was like, oh, okay, well, Dustin Moore now is uh, got to think about that. So, you know, we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. But, um, yeah, relatively decent pickup for him. I like it. Um, let's see. So the next transaction that we have is scrolling back because it took me off the tab J-Wade drops Palisand for Darmanitan Unova and we're going to talk about Darmanitan a little bit later as well but I think it's a good pick I think Palisand is you know a really good trick room Pokemon it has water compactions a kind of interesting ability um, but Darmanitan just puts on so much pressure you know right off the jump that maybe that's what J-Wade was looking for um, right. Yeah, because Palisand's kind of a, you know, again, you're in Trick Room, ideally. Um, but even then, I don't think it's a super offensive Pokemon. I think it's more of like a defensive. Uh, I think you can... I, I think I've run seen it run weakness policy, so that's kind of one offensive mode. But I don't know. With Darmanitan, you don't necessarily have to run anything that's going to boost any attack stats. Mm -hmm. You're just going to run some, you know, Life Orb or a Choice Scarf, a Choice Band. Uh, I think you would actually run Choice Scarf if you... Or, uh, choice specs i guess if you go zen mode i don't know i don't know how practical mm. that is but um but yeah darmanitan is just going to put on the offense you know as soon as you send it out so yeah 100 i think um some some of the stuff on his team isn't as you said it's not doesn't really get you that immediate offense that you know he maybe he's looking for um moltres we all know the moltres set weak his policy so you usually have to hit it just for it to get going um this week he ran uh blastoise with a the flesh child smash mm -hmm. so maybe he's just trying to get that early offense put that pressure on so, you know once once you're down you have a dynamax pokemon staring at you you tend to kind of think a bit different you know than as you would when you know the battle just started or your mind becomes a bit more like okay i have to do this or else i'm gonna get five or six or you know things just things like that right so i definitely think uh i agree with you in, in that point gotcha yeah Oh, good pickup for him. No, I, I like it. Yeah, that was a really good pickup. Next up, we got Simon dropping a Dusnor, which we recently just spoke about, for Gorgeist. Um, let's take a look at Simon's team one more time. Just, let me just skim a look at it real fast. Huh. Not sure where the Gorgeist mm -hmm. falls. I think kind of with the Dusnor, it was like a bit of an odd man out. 
Um, maybe because he just got Apple soon, which we'll get to later, because I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> you know, maybe he'll decide to do something with Cloyster. I thought Cloyster was decently fast, though. But he has the slow bro Galar. Maybe he wants the option for, you know, Trick Room if he does decide to maybe go that route a certain week. But I'm a little... It's a strange move, you know. I feel like Dustnor is a bit more bulky, and maybe he just wants the grass typing on the ghost. But I feel like Dustnor was just a bit more bulky, and then whatever Gorgeist does in terms of maybe Trick Room, I feel like Dustnor probably could have done a bit better. Right. Yeah, and it is kind of strange to see like a you know I'm dropping a ghost for another ghost. Um, right. Unless you're doing something that's like like without a doubt ten times better. Like let's say you're dropping a you know, a Gorgeist or a Dusk Noir for Dusk Lops, which, I mean, you could probably even still debate that, but I mm-hmm. think it's kind of decided that Dusk Lops is the better ghost of those, you know, three Pokemon, but that's not really an option with our right. asterisk system. So kind of strange dropping a ghost for another ghost, but, I mean, you, you maybe he just he saw something that Gorgeist can do that Dusk Noir can't and figured it was better. Um, so moving on to Brendan. So Brendan actually dropped Perserker and he picked up Sandaconda. Um, I think Brendan, when did he get Perserker? Maybe that was just sitting on his team. Um, but again, Brendan and I, we've been talking a lot these past few weeks and I just feel like he, the Perserker really put in, not put in some work, but I think it, it was a steel type because last week he was going up against Mike, which had a, you know, a fairy type in Clefairy. Um, Maybe he just feels like it's not necessarily as important this week. Um, mm-hmm. I think Santa Conda is actually still kind of slow, but uh, I don't know. I mean, Santa, Santa Conda, you do have weather, so weather is kind of like an option that Perserker just didn't give you. Uh, Perserker is slow, so if you're functioning in Trick Room, that's ideal. Um, but if you're not, it's you know it's pretty slow. So it's weak to some pretty you know common moves like you know ground, uh, fire types. So, I don't know. Sandaconda, I think, is... You gotta watch out for grass. You gotta watch out for, for water-type moves. But you have the rain... Or no, you have the sand, excuse me. Um, and I think you can run it pretty bulky. You also have the G-Max option. I'm not sure what the G-Max move does, but... <laughs> pretty much. Um, I don't know. That was a weird move. I mm-hmm. see why. Like, he made that move, as you said. Mm-hmm. Just in case. You know, he does want to change the weather from a certain you know i don't want to say hot turtle because that sounds a bit <laughs> weird like you know a, a certain fire turtle let's say like yeah, that, that sounds like a certain fire turtle makes sense right. but yeah and like for this, for this i don't see it sticking week. around yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah that was a that was a pretty good move mm-hmm. on his part for, for sure Next up, we got Brian, the, I was trying to say, like, because, see, I was, I was thinking, you know, Game of Thrones, I was thinking, um, what's it called, um, Kingslayer, so I was like, maybe I call <laughs> Brian, instead of Kingslayer, I'll call him, you know, like, uh, Clean Slayer, because, you know, Clean Slayer, <laughs> me, you know, yeah, actually, yeah. I've, I've never beaten Brian, bro, that's all, that's all I'm saying, you know? Dude has my number. Brian Clean Slayer. I dig it. I mean, yeah. that's going to stick around. Clean Slayer. Yeah. I dig it. Dropping Executor Cancel for Toxicroak. I actually thought that Brian had um, Executor Alola, if I wasn't 
maybe I was just like going crazy because I could have sworn you had the guitar, a Lola instead of Canto. So I'll but, actually, well, uh-huh. to your point, I looked at the, as I was like going through the, and updating the the tab, I was looking through the waiver or through the free agent pool and I was like, what the heck did he drop? Because he just said Executor on Facebook. And I went through and I didn't see Executor Lola. <laughs> I did see Executor Canto, so I just assumed it. But now that I'm looking again, I see a Lola, so I can actually update that. So mm-hmm. it happens, but that was a good move for him. Um, he got some added utility, I guess, with Talks Crow. Does get fake out. Does have access to dry skin, I believe. I have to double check that. I believe Talks Crow does get dry skin and um yeah man i like talks growth to me it's one of my favorite poison types uh i think it's gonna do one to four team um yeah so it does get dry skin that immunization to water types i think it's gonna be super clutch just in case you know brian decides just you know what fa i'll switch volcarona out take this water hit but yeah it was a pretty good move yeah, no, for sure, I agree. And looking at his team, he actually has... Um, so Jellicent is, you know, I guess you could max Jellicent, maybe set up rain that way. Um, and then he has Swampert. Mm-hmm. So again, same thing. I guess you could max it if you wanted to, to set up rain. Um, so maybe he's just thinking, you know, I've got two water types that I don't think it would be, you know, to have rain on the on the team would be a, you know, a bad option. So maybe that's what he was going for. Um, but I do kind of want to talk about the next transaction, which just right. below him is Phil, um, who dropped Toxicroak to pick up Drampa. And, you know, I think if you are going to run Toxicroak with, like, a, you know, a dry skin, because um, it recovers HP, right, if you if it's raining. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, Phil right. has Pelipper, so he has the rain core, like, already there. Um, I just thought that was kind of interesting. So, arguably, the Toxicroak is better on Phil's team, but maybe Brian, right. again, was like, you know what? I think Rain might be in my future at some point. He's also got Sharpedo. Just kind of noticed that. Um, but, you know, Phil drops it, and he had the Rain course. I don't know. But Phil also picked up Drampa, which mm-hmm. it looks kind of like Phil wants to have some type of Trick Room options. And Drampa's a perfect, you know, a perfect Pokemon to to have in Trick Room. Because its special attack is ridiculous. Right. It's got Berserk. Um, so that's something to watch out for when you're battling it. Don't knock it to 50 or 50 to less than 50% HP because it's going to get that plus one boost. Um, but then you've also got to be careful, Phil. And if you're listening to this, hopefully you kind of take heed. Um, Drampa's Cloud 9 ability will actually cancel out the weather. So maybe maybe keep that away from Pelipper. <laughs> um, but it could also be useful you know, when you're going up against someone else with weather. Because um, I had to look out for it in finals last year because Stephen B had it. And I was very, you know, aware um, that it could potentially cancel out my weather, um, and then he could scarf something and be faster than Barrascuta. So I, I do remember planning for that and just kind of keeping that in the back of my mind. So, hundred percent. Also, think it adds um, a certain layer of protection if Phil chooses to run Drample with, you know, maybe. He wants to protect his Marowak or his Dreadnought or his Azumarill because Drampa does also get access to um, it's called a Sap Slipper. So that is a way for him to maybe get a free switch in. Also, I believe Sap Slipper increases stats. Jordan, my um, baby, wrong. I think um, you're right. Atta- it might boost attack. Yeah, attack is raised by one stage and Pokemon is hit by a Grass type move. 
you know, granted, Drampa isn't. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say type. the greatest physical attacking threat. It's right, like, right. it's awful. I'm sorry. I, I'm, just, I'm trying to maybe try to sugarcoat it. <laughs> right. But, you know, 60, not the greatest. You definitely want to run it where it's attacking with things like Hyper Voice, Dragon Pulse, things like that. But, you know, it's decent because it provides him um, just like an added switch in just so he won't take any type of damage the next turn, just in case. But as you said, I think it does allow him to throw trick room into that mix at some point he has the Marowak he has the Dreadnought which isn't exactly the fastest without its range so maybe he could try to like maybe move those puzzle pieces around but I still think it was a good move on right. his part no for sure I agree and then next up let me head back to the tab we have Ty dropping Jirachi for Latias. I believe this was the only asterisk drop we had this week. Um, I thought so. it's a good move um, after facing Latias this week. Um, I believe it shares almost the same stat distribution as Latias. I'm not 100% certain, but I think they have pretty much the same stats. Um, great special defense, can take a lot of hits. Not the greatest when it comes to the physical defense side or the physical attacking side, but the special and the speed definitely makes up for it. Um, I believe they get access to pressure as the ability. So, you know, maybe, I don't know, he wants to run some cheese, I guess he could do that. <laughs> but, like Latios, um, Latias, sorry, excuse me, I believe it also gets access to Tailwind. So if he wants to set Tailwind up with it, that's definitely going to be super clutch for him. And yeah, man, it was a pretty good move. Um, I like Jirachi better, if I'm being completely honest, between the two Pokemon, only because I just feel like it's so versatile. But I can see that he's maybe looking for a bit more help on the offensive side or something just a bit more faster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, just to see what Ty's about. But I think um, he, has, he has some hitters, man, that if they get going, they, they could be a problem. Yeah, no, I agree. And we'll get to see, you know, Ty on stream this weekend, so that's going to be really fun. So maybe we'll get to see the, the Latias in action. Um, but I do like the move just because anytime you have the option for Tailwind, um, you know, any type of speed control is pretty awesome. And then when you when you have the option, which Jirachi didn't, to set Tailwind and boost everything's speed by, you know, two times, that's a, uh, it's always nice to have just in case you need it. You know, and Jirachi wasn't bringing that at all. So, um now he, you know, he has that option. So Jay, I'll actually let you take this one too, since it's your pick, and I'll grab the next two. Yeah, bro, I got you. So I remember I said in chat last week, I was like, "Listen, man, I'm tired of fucking losing. <laughs> I'm tired of it." I said that on Friday night, midnight, technically Saturday. You know, I'm gonna press the red button, the emergency red button. <laughs> I hate to let Darmanitan go because I actually really like Darmanitan, but it really just. I struggled to, maybe because my matchups were just different, but I struggled to find a place for it, you know, three weeks in. Maybe I could have kept it, you know, and maybe try to make it work. But I just felt like I needed a fighting type. I felt like there was a lot of things that if I had a decent fighting type, especially these last two weeks, I would have been able to turn the match around. So I was like, look who's still on the wire. My <laughs> fi- well, probably my favorite fighting type of all, like, of all of them combined, definitely my favorite Pokemon of, like, Gen 8. And, you know, Surfetch, who I also used last season, and last season, that thing took 
bodies. You know, I'm not <laughs> trying to say it was the MVP, but I'm saying no, it made no. If there was an MVP category, I would have put put him up there. So I'm saying, you know, he, he caught he caught a couple. You know, it's four one nine, definitely comfortable with one that I know how to run. I know that it's moves that moves that is more versatile than I think people give it credit for. And yeah, man, just really happy. It's not a slouch. Like the thing hits hard, and it's not and it's not easy to take down. Like if people think like because you know it's a fighting type and it's like it's slow. It has decent defense, man. Throwing an assault vest on it, it's not gonna be the easiest thing to knock out. And the, again, it hits like a truck. That's base one thirty five attack. That's not something to sleep on. And I'm happy that it's still there. So uh, hopefully, man, it pulls me out of this little I don't know quicksand that I'm in that I gotta. <laughs> get up out of you know because it, it, it saved me a bunch last season so hopefully uh, this season will be the same no it's a good pokemon it is um and then i think it gets i think first impression is the same move that um a, not a raccoonid but what's the other Galisopod, right Galisopod. Um, so Galisopod gets it and that's actually a really good move it's like a, a 90 base power bug type move that gets priority on the first turn that it's you know it's brought in. It's actually really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's also priority two. Keep that in mind. Not one, it's gotcha. two, which means it bypasses Prankster. Ooh, keep, that's keep actually that in mind. pretty nasty. J Wade, just <laughs> keep that in mind. J Wade, Pokemon are just, psychic you know, types too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Just just know J Wade. I, I know I have Brendan this week, but I'm thinking about you <laughs> and that meow stick. Just just know. <laughs> That's funny, and if they're not, you know, I think I think Lyperd, Lyperd is a dark type, so that's also going to be super effective. Um, yeah, that's actually not a bad. That's a good thing to point out. Um, but yeah, this is definitely. I think someone reached out to me over the past weekend, and they said, "Hey, what do you think about Galissapod?" And Galissapod, I don't think is viable in a you know in a battle that you want to win because its ability is literally garbage. Like its ability is trash. And if it was, if it had anything else, it'd be fine you know what i mean but its ability is just the worst it's going to move last because it's so slow and if you take it down to you know 25 percent, it's going to just switch out and you're going to get nothing out of that slot except for taking damage so that's kind of garbage um but then for surfetch to have basically that same move um would be so much better that's uh that's really cool so all right let's see so the next two so we actually have ian who drops gorgeist picks up runarigus so I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast that dropping a ghost, picking up another ghost is kind of strange. Um, but in this case, I actually like this a lot because Gorgeist, I don't think that's mm-hmm. Trick Room. I think it's just, you know, a beneficiary of it because it is pretty slow. I think you can actually run it kind of fast, too, depending on what speed you or what size you bring. Um, but mm-hmm. Runerigus actually does have Trick Room. Runerigus has Ally Switch. Runerigus has Trick. You have a lot of different things you can do with Runerigus, and I actually ran it a little bit last year. Or did I run Kafagrigus? I can't remember. Um, They're basically like the same exact Pokemon. But I like this Pokemon. I like this Ghost type a lot better than I like Gorgeist, uh, if I'm being completely honest. I agree with you. Gorgeist is definitely an okay Pokemon. I wouldn't say it's a good one, to be completely honest. Uh, I think Runerigus, I still think uh, if you put up Kafagrigus and Runerigus together, I still think the edge is Kafagrigus. Only because uh, the goat, that, I mean, the ground typing on Runerigus does give it a bit of a hard time because, you know, it gets that weakness to water, it's grass, to ice. But, you know, Kafka is pretty, still pretty good. 
Um, pretty much, as you said, they serve pretty much the same purpose, and they get almost the exact same moveset. So um, I think for Ian, um, this, I'm, I also want to talk about this more when we get to his trade. Um, I think this is another thing that's hard to kill on his team. Mm-hmm. And again, I'll talk about it more when we get to like his trade. But yeah, it's definitely added bulk, which pisses me off. I mean, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I think Ian's actually known for running those bulky. You know, his team last year, I think, was really bulky, too. Um, and I'll actually say that I think that in our meta, you know, 6v6 doubles, bulk is actually better than... Hold on. Hold on, Jordan. Let's get something straight. What's There's that? anyone in this league who's known for bulk, it's me. All right? <laughs> it's, it's me. It's not Ian. It's, it's me. No, I like, think you have now. some bulky... Yeah, you do have some bulky teams, too. Um, but I I think Ian takes the, the cake because there was points last year where he couldn't even run some of the Pokemon that he had because they were just too bulky. It was going to go like take the match to time every time. So, But you did take, I think, how many people did you take to time last year? I know you took me to time, so. One person time. I caught bodies last year. What do you mean? <laughs> I only took one person. What? I only lost three times. I didn't lose after the mid-south. I was work. That's you know, funny. Timer helped me on like like a certain season five champion who technically <laughs> should 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 have been six seed and went into the playing round, but the timer was, you know whatever. Yo, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I was in the. I had my bye. Whatever. I was man. out of playing. I'm cool. Um, whatever. Yo, man. for PLC podcast like newbies, I guess. Or PLC, uh, like, rookies or who's not familiar. Um, I just want to cover this real quick. I don't even really know if we talked about it. I think think we did. But Jay and I battled battled week 12. I think it was week 12. 11, 12, maybe 13 last year. Um, It was, like, the second to last battle of the regular season in season five. And we went to time. And Jay, you won by, like, what, plus two, uh, plus one because of the time, right? Yes. And that, and that would have been a 3-0. <laughs> so I would have received a minus 3, and Jay would have got a plus 3. Um, but instead, I got like a minus 1 or a minus 2, and Jay got a plus 1 or plus 2. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. But it favored me because I obviously took like, let's say I took a plus one, or a minus 1 instead of a minus 3. It's better for my plus minus. Um, and then the very next week, again, I don't think it was the last season battle, um, the last regular season battle, but it was very close to the end and I think the next week I won or something like that and um and yeah I, I ended up in the top six which allowed me to skip the uh, the play-in round so and then I naturally went on to win season five I'm gonna say that with a little bit of emphasis <laughs> for those that uh, forgot uh, <laughs> Jesus the the humbleness on this guy that's funny All right. and our- <laughs> but no it, it definitely did fail naturally it definitely did favor, yeah, work in my favor. Because I think even if we broke it down, if everything else played exactly how the rest of it played out, I would have been in a playing round. But I wasn't because of, you know, 20-minute timer. So thank you, TPCI or Game Freak or whoever made that stupid decision. <laughs> thank you. I hate the decision, but thank you because it did save me one week in 2020. So thank you. <laughs> and it ties back to the transaction because the Pokemon that I had waiting was surfetched in the back, which is crazy. You know? <laughs> no, crazy. that is crazy. It's yeah. crazy how it all how it all just connects. And it makes comes sense, full you know? circle. That's funny because it it sure yeah. was. It was in the back, and uh, it would have come in, and I, I think you probably would have close combated Lapras or something nasty. So, something very mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, so just talking about bulk, um, 
to bring it back to you know Ian's transaction, uh, the Ruin Rodriguez is just something that's hard to kill um, on his team. Uh-huh. So that was a good pickup for him. Um, and then the second to last pick, I'll grab this one real fast, is Steven. So I am Kid Sid drops Polyrath and picks up Mag Mortar. Um, so I think this was made. This decision was made because he just wants to put it on in all of our minds. He wants to psych us out and make it seem like he's not going for rain. I'm on to you, Steven. I'm on to you. He still wants rain, but this is just a... He's in it for the long game. That's what this is. Um, this is the long con. Um, but yeah, he, he drops a water type uh, and picks up a fire type. And I was actually looking back at his team, and it's actually, I think it's a good pick because he doesn't have uh, a fire type outside of Magmortar. So, you know, now he has that type coverage. So, you know, if you run into a steel type or you run into a whatever, he's going to be weak to fire. Um and actually, Magmortar has some decent type coverage, too. I think it gets Thunderbolt, things like that, just weird stuff. Um, but I think it's a good pickup for him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I was like, when was the last time that, that you saw a rain team with, um, excuse my language, with, um, with a fucking polyrath? I don't remember <laughs> last time I saw a rain team with a polyrath. <laughs> right, that's, right. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just being honest. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It doesn't affect Steven's rain plans for the future, so it's better. Right. Yeah. It's just a psych out. He's, he still wants rain. I, I'm fully convinced that he's going to get Pelipper at some point. Um, Me too, bro. He's just psyching us out right now and trying to make it seem like he's not. Phil, I've got my eyes on you. You guys are friends. <laughs> I know this. Facts. So you guys Facts. are about to make that sneaky trade in, like, what, week seven? It's coming up. I know it's coming. Um, but, yeah, again, good pickup for Steven because, uh, again, fire-type coverage and Mike Mortar can be fun. So. Uh-huh. All right, I'll let you grab the last one. Sir, and then rounding out the week weekend, my bad, 3.5 transactions for the wire. We have Dan dropping Walrin and picking up Sandslash Lola. I think this is a great move. I remember when Dan made it, I, I commented on the, his comment. I was like, bro, about time. So I'm like, bro, <laughs> a, a Lola Ninetales and just have a Lola Sandslash just chilling there. And you have like fucking Walrein. Again, I'm sorry, audience, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, I think of things like Polyrath and Walrein. I'm like, yo, I haven't seen you guys since like the Gen 3 anime. That's how long I haven't seen you guys get any shine. And I'm right. sorry it just didn't change this year, but definitely a good move, you know? Lone Slash Slash, of course, has that four times we get fire, which is a problem. Um, I believe it's also the four times we get this to ground. I think it might be, it might be fighting. Because it's Ice Steel. Yeah, I think it's fighting. And it's a fighting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think ground? Is it ground? I'm not 100% sure. I don't think so, but I, I think it takes... Neutral damage to ground. No, it takes super effective, but it's not, yeah, it's not four effective. times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a good move. Uh, definitely want to see it maybe Dynamax at some point in the season. Um, it's probably gonna, definitely going to be outspeeding everything under Hail. Slush Rush is really good. Right. And yeah, it was a good move. Definitely some added. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to say support. Added. Utility, I'll say. Right. To, you know, with the hail. You know, you don't want to just have weather, just not have something to, I guess, complement the weather. Right. I think it's it's like, um, it's just having like a an extra tool in the toolbox. You know, you're not going to bring this core every week, but on the week where, you know, you think your opponent might not expect it, you can just bust out with something that's really fast that 
if your opponent doesn't have weather or they don't have a you know a priority tailwind or something like that they don't really have an answer for um so just having that like that that ace in the hole just to bust out whenever you feel like busting it out is uh it's kind of cool so i think it was a good pickup too you're right and um <laughs> hold on jay i'm gonna reconnect real fast <laughs> I'm gonna reconnect real fast. Okay. All right, there we go. Hold on, PLC podcast listeners, give me one second. There we go. There we go. No, sorry, Jay. I had the it, it like got yellow bars and and the quality it made you sound like the Terminator, so I had to fix that real quick. Oh man. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think you might have been, you know, kind of mentioning the next, the next portion, the trades. Yeah, man. Um, guess I'll start off since mm-hmm. oh, actually first and stuff. So I trade Jay Wade's favorite Pokemon on purpose to spite him to his best buddy Stephen B. I trade Zarude for <laughs> Reuniclus. Jay Wade, I'm sorry. I know how much you love this Pokemon, but it has to be done. <laughs> I like Zarude, I really do. Um, I think the stats are super underrated. My only issue with Zarude is that I think it's really it's just so awful. And when it comes to me, I just feel like it didn't really fit what I was trying to do. I feel like, yeah, it's fast, it's really hard, but I feel like I needed something else to help support the trick from Core I'm trying to do. And I think Reuniclus is the perfect Pokemon for that. Massive HP, massive special attack, um, ha- has access to certain abilities that when I was looking at my matchups um, before midseason, I think it could help a lot. So, yeah, I think for, for Stephen B, um, I think he wants to maybe get out of the trick room core, and I think maybe maybe he picked up the Dusnoir because he, he lost the, you know, Reuniclus, but he got the Zarude. Again, I like Zarude. Hits super hard, but also really fast. Um, Yeah, man, maybe he just wants an extra heavy hit on on his squad. Yeah, I'm actually glad to see this trade happen this week because Reuniclus is a Pokemon that I'm sure can spam Expanding Force. Um, And Mm -hmm. I have, I play Steven B this week, and I actually have, you know, um, Indeedee, so um, that's, that's not really an option for him since he traded it away this weekend so i'm excited to see that myself <laughs> for my own personal reasons but i like to trade. <laughs> i like to trade for both of you guys though because again like you mentioned you have a trick room core that's uh it's pretty sick your trick room core is actually pretty disgusting um so like to pick up another trick room setter that's also i think your special attack on reuniclus is pretty disgusting too so um yeah i'm a fan really good pickup for you thank you thank you all right, so Dan trades Heracross to J-Wade for a Selgor. So Heracross, did we mention this before? Heracross is kind of like um, a one-dimensional Pokemon. It's got a really high physical attack stat or, or basic attack. Um, but other than that, it's not really doing much. And then a Selgor is very fast. And if I remember correctly, it's a gimmicky Pokemon. There's a gimmick associated with a Selgor, isn't there? I believe it's like baton pass or something. Like process over. I'm not sure if it gets a speed swap at any point. Gotcha. But um, I don't know. I'd have to like really look at it and double check. Let me look at the survey page. Mm-hmm. Um, let me 
obviously. Well, its speed is ridiculous. Yeah. It is 145, which it's is, huge. yeah, yeah. <laughs> insane. And I mean, yeah, and if you want to, like, it, it gets unburdened. So if you want to, like, do something kind of like what Brian did, where he ran um, a gem, a normal gem, which activated his hit on Lee's unburdened. Um, I don't know if Silver gets fake out. I would assume it does. Cause, like, it, it, it's literally a ninja. So I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping, like, it get something okay. It doesn't, actually, which is kind of, like, stupid. Come on, Game Freak. But if, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, yeah, if he wants to activate his item and um, Burden activates, then he wants to then maybe wants to decide to get really creative and, like, speed swap onto, onto like, a Lolo Marowak or something and just <laughs> let it, like, tear house. That'd be pretty nasty, man. And I like a Sogor. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm not too high on Heracross on J-Way's team. Like, I actually like Heracross. One, one of my favorite bug types, but I mean... Oh, yeah, like pretty much, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's pretty much one-dimensional, but it has two really decent abilities. Moxie, um, if it comes in, decides to get a revenge kill, that's an additional plus one. Right. Also has access to Guts, Flame Orb, all that fun stuff. You're right. Enough, you know? Right, right. No, for sure. Um, so I think it's a good good pick for both of them. Um, again, I think Jay Wade, his, his pickup this week was Darmanitan Unova, so maybe he is just going for, like, you know, raw damage. Uh, this week, where he's right. like, I just want something that attacks hard right off the bat, and um, if that's the case, he got you know kind of what he wants twice. So, good trade. Exactly. I agree. Next up, we have Brian trading away Neuvern to Phil for Roserade. This was an interesting trade for Brian, only because I really like Neuvern, and I know he had it last year, and I'm like, you know. Does got to Selwyn, so he does have that speed support. Um, I think Roserade's pretty cool. Like, I like Roserade. It's one of my favorite grass types. And for Phil, I think it's cool because, again, he has that speed control. He decides to not bring, you know, Pelipper one, one week. He still has the access to, to Selwyn. So, yeah, I like, I like the trade. Um, Need to see what Brian does with Roserade, but I think for Phil, it was a really good move. Right. Yeah, Roserade's an interesting Pokemon because, you know, it's, I think it's, what, Grass Poison, or it has access to a lot of Grass Poison moves. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's Neuvern does have the Trick Room, or not, not Trick Room, excuse me, the Tailwind, so I'm a huge fan of having any type of speed control. So, like, I feel like that's a, a really good pickup for uh, for Phil. Um and Roserade, I mean, I think Roserade's special attack is pretty sick, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, not really, I'm not really super familiar with, you know, everything else that it can do. It's base speed 90, so that's actually not bad. Yeah, special attack is 125, which is pretty sick too, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe in grassy terrain, if you, I would assume that if you get grassy terrain up and then you can mat, mm-hmm. like, hit with, like, a, a Giga Drain or something like that, I think that might right. be pretty powerful. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, have to see what he does, so. Um, true, and then that's true. The last trade of the week, so I think you said that you have a lot to say about this one, but Ian trades Appleton, okay? Appleton, mm-hmm. slow, bulky, dragon, grass type, um, to Simon for Gudra. And Gudra is mm-hmm. a specially defensive monster, with a high special attack stat. It's kind of slow, but that's okay, because um, it can tank hits. Um, it can operate in Trick Room. 
Um, and it's Gudra. So Appleton for Gudra. Jay, what do you think? <laughs> All right, let me get my. I promised Theresa Stephen A. But but I'll try to go just regular, you know, kid from you know NYC. <laughs> first, I'll, I'll start it like this, right? I'll, I want to take this trade. I want to I want to decide dissect this trade into three parts, right? Mm-hmm. So let's start off with Ian's part. For Ian, this is a great move. This is an amazing move. The reason why I say that is because one. The bulk that Ian has now with Gujar Munarigas. Scrappy's not dying in one hit. I don't like unless it's getting hit by like a moon blast by whatever. <laughs> right. Right? A boosted moon Colossus blast. Colossus not not dying in one hit at all, if we're being completely honest. Scizor is not dying in one hit. He has access to priority screens and he has access to misty terrain. So you can't even burn your status almost half half of his team, right? So for Ian, this is also great move because Gudra gets muddy water and Gudra gets surf and what does Ian also have on his team he has rain so what if he decides to have a little bit more fun and start running off you know offensive Gudra with surf <laughs> muddy water all that fun stuff right you know he's having a grand old time now that's the first part of this trade now for Simon I'm gonna be completely honest the trade was I'll Simon I'm sorry I know you're new here this trade was awful for you I'm sorry, this was an awful trade for you, Simon. Please don't get upset. Don't find that way. But in the words of Stephen A. Smith, this trade was blasphemous. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. makes no sense, and I know the reasoning behind it, which also still to me does not make any sense. Jordan, you saw the reasoning behind it. I just will say this was a horrible trade. I don't feel like Appleton is definitely... It's not better than Gujra. There is not a situation where Appletoon is better than Gujra. There just isn't. It, I, I'm trying to figure out what Simon was trying to go for with maybe with the Gorgas he wants to go trick room, but half of his team isn't that slow. It's not. The only slow things on his team are slow, bro. And Appleton and Gorgeist. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. And it's like those aren't even those aren't even the best pokemon under trick room either and it's like yeah you know you get the thick fat protection you're still taking at least half from an ice beam i don't care what thick fat does especially if it's a physical ice move like ice school crash triple axel you're still taking at least 50 percent so right. it's like throwing you like you know you could throw thick fat out the way and i don't want that to be the, like the main reason that you did it but it's like I don't know, bro. This was an awful trade for Simon, in my opinion. And then the last part is, and I think I speak for everyone in the league, is, yo, what the app, bro? Why can't <laughs> I get trades like that? This is, this is the second time that Ian's, like, finessed. Yes, I always use the word finesse. This is the second time Ian's finessed one of these newbies. And I, and I know, again, Simon, if you're listening, this is not a shot towards you. I just really thought that you should have thought this move through and again if i'm in right now i'm laughing and i'm having a wonderful time because i just added a great piece to yeah. my team that didn't cost me much i'm being completely honest it really didn't cost ian that much at, at all because i'm just like no <laughs> yeah 
No, I think you're right. I think uh, and just... this was a fucking <laughs> awful trade, bro. You really just gave him fucking sap sipper with fucking sticky hold, muddy water, and nothing. Yeah. No, Gudra's great. Like, nothing's dying. And Jordan, do you understand? Nothing is dying Especially on his with team because he has the damn screens up and right. he's going to have misty terrain and he's going to have rain. And now he could even surf with Gudra to get steam engine going. He's not doing this way he wants to do. <laughs> but, you know, there's just a lot of, you know, come on, man. No, you're right. This trade was ass. I'm it was, sorry, a, it was a good trade for Ian, but it was like a, I don't know, it was a strange trade in a sense that. Not a lot of trade. The trades are always like really contentious within the group because, for I don't know, we're dealing with people, right? So that's the first thing you're dealing with people who, you know, value things differently than you might. So if you come into a trade proposition, you're like, "Yo, I'll trade you this Cinderace for your little J Reggie Alecki. I might view it as an even trade, but you might look at it as, "Bro, what Reggie Lecky's base speed is 200, and it can do this and it can do that, screens and blah blah blah." That's not even remotely fair. And then someone else, and then listen, hold on, hold on, now hold on, hold on, now hold on, hold on. Someone else could look at that trade and say, Jay, you turn that down. Cinderace is absolutely 100% the better deal. So my point is, I could look at it and think it's fair. You could look at it, and I'm not saying you do, but you could look at it and say, bro, are you kidding me? No, that's unreasonable. That's heavily in your face or in my fit whatever and then someone else could look at it from the complete opposite end of the spectrum so we're dealing with people who value things differently um so i, I say that not i wasn't suggesting that you would not make that trade because i feel like anyone would make that trade in a heartbeat <laughs> but um, i want you to tell me right now at, at what time is it Twelve oh four a.m right i want you to tell me that 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 trade looking at both teams is a good trade for both sides because at like like, you know, I get what you're trying to say about some people value things differently, but you're going to tell me you're going to take your second round pick? Oh, yeah. No. And, and trade it? Right, right. In, in this, this case. Like, what? For, <laughs> app, for, for Apple too? No, in this sure. case, no, I was just getting to the larger point that trades are a contentious topic, and some people feel like they don't get dealt trades that are fair, um, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Again, people could look at the trades, and it's very subjective. There's not really a, this Pokemon's better than this. Like, that's not, it's all subjective, right? Um, but some people feel like they not don't here. get fair trades. Some people don't feel like they don't get, you know, even a response back to an offer, which is kind of ridiculous. But I don't know. Um, and then you have trades that like this, where it's just like, what do you think about this? All right. And it's just, it feels like it's completely one-sided um, when you look at it. And again, like you, you just mentioned, Gudra was Simon's second-round pick, and I don't know how many, you know, top draft picks we've seen moved, either dropped uh, or traded this early in the season. But I don't know. I think Appleton was on the wire just recently, wasn't it? Or it was a late pick um, that moved around Appleton, once already. Jordan? Appleton? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, bruh. <laughs> Um, Come on now. Right, like. right. No, it's definitely, I feel like Gudra is the better Pokemon. Um, I had Gudra last year, and Gudra's type coverage is amazing. You can run fire moves, you can run electric moves, you can run ice beam, you can run dragon, you can run, you know, a weakness pulse, you can run assault vest. There's so many different ways. I think you can actually run physical Gudra if you want to. You can do so many things with Gudra. Um, and you can't re really say the same for Appleton. Um, 
Bro, he can yeah. set up steam engine by using flamethrower and rain. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> you can't tell him you got this. Like, <laughs> like, all I'll say it is, if I see Appleton dropped on the wire at by mid-season, I'm going to be very upset. Because I'm like, <laughs> at, least you, at least if you make the trade, then at least try to make it work. But I don't see it sticking around. Because cause it doesn't fit his team, at least in my opinion. Again, as we said, trade this objective. He might have something planned, but I really just thought that this was a really bad trade for Simon. For yeah. Ian, again, great trade. I don't think I can put into words how good of a trade it was, but for Simon, man, I just, I don't know, but yeah. this to me was just really, really questionable, and maybe I was too, a bit too harsh a couple minutes ago, but I just thought that <laughs> trade was just no, I mean, awful. I think it's good to, to get those thoughts out there, because people are going to listen to this and say, you know what? I kind of agree. Maybe they take that, they take the, you know, the input that you just provided and they say, hey, let me actually run this by somebody. Like, Jay, you are really knowledgeable about different things, like different transactions that have been happening and, and you're really in tune with what's happening around the league. Like, what do you think about this? Um, and if someone's getting a, tra- a fair trade, then dope, you know, let's make it happen. But if it's if it's one-sided and you maybe get that input, it's like, yeah, you know what, that's a little bit, one-sided this is a pokemon that you picked second overall this is a pokemon that maybe you shouldn't let go for you know appleton wherever it was drafted or if it was picked up or whatever the case may be so i don't know i feel like that input's really valuable to have out there so all right (laughs) well there we go (laughs) i'm gonna wrap that one up that is your transaction weekend um your waiver wire pickups and drops and that's also your trades for the week so fun stuff and now we're in week four so jay are you ready to make your picks i'm I'm still trying to catch my energy yeah it's funny no that was good that was good yes well let's do this how about we do this I'll take the first one. <laughs> you kind of uh-huh. gather yourself, and let's uh, hear what I have to say, and then you can tell me what you think. So I'll go ahead and start us off. If you've been listening, then you know exactly how this works. Um, what we're going to do is there are eight matchups this week, and we are going to pick the winner for each of those matchups, and we're also going to pick the score. So the first is Justin and Jay Wade. So Justin is 2-1, and one, Jay Wade is 1-2, and two, and Jay, I actually thought about this. Last week, I feel like I got in my head too much. I was looking at teams. What about this? What about that? I'm going to go purely based on instinct this week, and we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So when I first look at this I match, it, I it. and it could crash and burn. I could very well see you know, a 1-7, uh, a 2-6. I hope that doesn't happen. But just off of instinct, I'm going to say all my picks, and we'll, you know, we'll reconvene next Monday, and we'll see how I did. So... Okay. All right, Justin, Jay Wade, Jay Wade by three. <laughs> Jay Wade by three? Jay Wade by three. Let me go ahead and uh-huh. put that down. Um, no, I feel like Jay Wade, I think you mentioned it, Jay, uh, Justin, his schedule's been a little lax uh, to this point in the season, and he played, who did he play this week? He played Dan. Dan's good, and he lost by three. So, you know, I feel like Jay Wade is, I think he's a good battler. I, f- I really do feel like that. And, um... I feel like he's going to bring it this week. So I don't think he wants you know, to like, go one and three. Everyone except Jay Wade himself thinks he's a good guy. I don't fucking know. The, the kid is weird. Uh, <laughs> like, right. bro, every, everyone thinks Jay Wade is great except Jay Wade. Exactly. Which, yeah, 
No, yeah, he's he's his toughest critic, and uh, he's overly critical, but he's he's good. I'm actually going to go J-Wade by three. That's what my Gus telling me, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I think I'm going to jump on that boat as well, go J-Wade by three. I don't think uh, Justin's going to be able to use his son this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jared has a lot of things that can take advantage of that, and I don't think Justin really wants to amplify his team, you know. Obviously, right. he has the sun core, but again, a lot of stuff that Jay Wade has thrives in that environment. You know what I mean? Right. All right, got you down, Jay Wade by three. Sir, let me see. Who we got next? Um, got the first undefeated matchup mm-hmm. of the week. We have Zach, 3 0, going against Arise, also 3 0, in the Crown Conference. Um,. Let me, take, let me just look at these rosters real fast. And they're right yeah. next to each other. Well, not right next to each other, but they're close to each other. Close enough, just yeah. Just perfect. Man. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... That's a tough one. <laughs> Zach by two. The reason I think Zach has a lot of stuff that could maybe cause problems if Arise isn't prepared for it. And I think if Arise doesn't stop Zach from getting going early, I think the match could just spiral out of control. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I don't want people to think my comments that I just made that I think it's going to be a blowout. But I don't know, man. I, this is a tough match. I'm trying to think if I want to keep it <laughs> like that. Like, I, don't, I don't know. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll be risky. I've picked the Arise to win every week, so I guess I'll go with, go with the homie Zach by two. Okay, fair, fair. And you know what? It's so weird. Like, I just said, I'll go based on my gut. And as I was... So my gut was telling me Arise by four, right? Ooh, and that sounds, okay. sounds crazy, right? Jesus, sounds crazy. And then I look at the teams, I'm like, you know what? Zach's team matches up relatively well. Pretty well. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It's pretty... <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, I kind of want to go a Reese in this case. But I said I'm sticking with my gut. I'm sticking with my gut. Zach by four. <laughs> Zach by four? Zach by four. Something's telling me it's going to be by Zach by four. four? By four? four oh? By four. Okay. And it's so weird. Jeez. But um, I don't know. We're just going to roll yeah, with that. Man. Go with your gut, bro. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll do that. Um. All right, next we have Kid Sid and Ty. Um, all right, so Kid Sid and Ty. We get to see Ty for the first time this week. Kid Sid, Steven was running some weird sets this past week. Um, <laughs> I want to see what Ty's team looks like really quickly. Um, we're going to go Ty by two. You know, tie by two. Interesting. Ooh, and that's not, a, that's not a hate pick. That's not a Why? hate pick. Why? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> It's not. I, I can see why you make that pick up. I'm just curious. No, no, for sure. Um, so Dragonite, Milotic, I think they match up well with Tyranitar, Garchomp, um, mm-hmm. and especially if Steven brings the weird Tyranitar set. Um, if you bring a choice scarf, Garchomp, and granted, he's not going to bring the same exact team that he brought against me, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like those two Pokemon again, Dragonite, Milotic, they match up well against you know. Uh, Steven's top two hitters uh, that are pretty, mm-hmm. you know, 
pretty scary dominant Pokemon in Tyranitar and Garchomp. Um, but then on the back end, uh, I feel like Latios was a good pickup this week. Um, I also kind of like the Quagsire. Uh, you know, that's a, a bulky uh, water type. And again, those two Pokemon that, that I just mentioned on, you know, on Steven's team. I could probably see Rotombo coming um, to kind of, you know, counter that. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like Guts telling me tie by two, so we're going to go tie by two. Interesting. And Steven's moves, you're, they were weird. Steven, <laughs> your your moves were so weird last no, week. No, I agree. <laughs> no, again, Steven, I'm glad you pulled up the win, but please, please don't bring that talk to time. Right. And all Eric's is just, just, at least just for one week, just try body pressing the ferret thorn. Just, just try it. I'm not saying just keep just trying. You know, at least one time. <laughs> Bro, Yo, it just wouldn't hurt. Bring Power Whip. <laughs> power Whip is gross. That could freaking do some damage. But um, we'll let, I'll let you. I'll leave you to your uh, to your choices. But I don't know, bro. I was gonna go Kid Sid. Kind of scared for him now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna stay with Steven because the homie. So I'm gonna trust him to pull out the W again by three. I was going to say one, but I was like, you know what? Let me be interested. Let me say Steven by three. Okay, cool, cool. I dig it. And again, I think it could be a good matchup. Um, mm-hmm. Steven's got okay. the answers. You know, he's got the answers for, for a lot of Ty's team. But um, I don't know. Something's telling me Ty by two, so I'm going to roll with that. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have the clean slayer himself, Brian, <laughs> on against... The homie Mike. Um man, well Mike by Mike by four. The reason why, and again, this is no offense to Brian, I did think he played really well last week. I did say I earlier that I shot myself in the foot. Really like turn one with a bad switch. I think Mike has the team that's gonna cause him a lot of problems. I also feel like a lot of the Pokemon and Brian's team are I don't want to say dependent, but they rely a lot on certain things. If you're looking at teams, you kind of know what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. I want to like throw Mike's potential shot out there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think he caused some problems. And I think, uh, yeah, I think Mike by, Mike by four. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, now, Brian's team is actually, it's a really good team. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you look at Mike's team... Um, his team naturally is a really disgusting team too. So, um, let's say they're both one and two right now. I'm gonna go Mike by dangerous pick of the week. Guts telling me five. Mike by five. Mike by five. Okay. You I'm, both. Just, I'm like going super super ham this week. This is either gonna go really good or really poorly. Respect it, respect it. It'll be fun. It's going to be a good podcast. It'll be a fun podcast. I don't know about good, but it'll be a fun one next week. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Um, all right, so Dan, Ian, the next undefeated match. So we have both conferences with two undefeated players. They actually play this week. So that's you know, that's pretty cool how that worked out. Um, Dan Sir? and Ian. Let me look at Dan's team real quick. And actually, you know what? Before I even get into that too deep, I'm going to say Ian by one. That's what my gut's telling okay. me, but I do want to provide some input. Let me just take a look. Um, 
I mean, even I'm looking at Dan's team, and I just know that Ian's team is so bulky. Like you mentioned it so many times throughout this podcast, and it's like you make a lot of really good points. You know, it's a bulky team. So, Thanks, man. yeah, let's go. Let's go Ian by one though. Ian by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Ian Butter. Um, his, his asterisks are a bit better, to be completely honest. Um, in terms of just certain situations, I feel like Polytoke could be super clutch and stopping Ninetales. Like, colossal. If he gets going, he's going to one-shot everything. I'm sorry. Like, you know, Primarina be damned. Um, I don't know. I think if, if Ian gets set up, like... Jay Wade kind of allowed him to get set up last this past week, and I think Dan's going to struggle. If Dan finds a way to get the lead early, I think he'll be able to hold on to it, but I feel like Ian's going to get set up both Ian Butter. Gotcha. Makes sense. Let me see who we got next. Who we got next? We have Phil against Simon. Oh, man. Simon, bro. God, Simon. <laughs> Simon, I... I, mean, I don't even know what to, what to tell you, bro. Um, <laughs> it's a tough match for him, bro. Let's, oh, man. I'm going to fill by four, to be honest. I think Phil has the better team. And I think Phil, uh, I think Phil learned from this past week. I think if he gets uh, early lead, he's going to target better. Yeah. No, I agree. And Phil's team is really, like, Phil's team has a lot of cohesion. Like, it's got um, just a lot of Pokemon that work really well together. And again, I think I, I don't know if I've said this before, but I was kind of running with Phil's team. I think I actually said it in chat where I was just building with Phil's team last week just to kind of get familiar with it. And I was like, yo, we actually let Phil, like, get get a sneaky little setup over here. Phil's team is pretty gross. So, um, there's some hitters, bro. Yeah, for sure. Like, to say the least, he has a, a really, um, I don't know. I, I like his team a lot. So, I'm actually going to go Phil. By, I'll go fill by three. Sometimes tell me fill by three makes sense. So, and that's not to you know take away from Simon. I think Simon is still gonna be looking for his first win after this week, just because Phil's team is uh is so like, I don't know, it's got a lot of cohesion. So, I agree. Fill by three. All right. So, next is my match versus Stephen B, and this is a rematch of finals last year. Um, I think in finals last year we had really close games. And I feel like that's probably going to continue here. I'm going to go myself by something's telling me one. I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like it, but I'm going to say myself by one. Okay. I do have a plan for his team. Um, and I don't want to, obviously, I don't want to go into that right now. But I think I have the faster of the, of the Pokemon. Um, but then again, I also have um, a pretty slow mode, too. And I think I have some of the Pokemon that I have are pretty slow. Um, like slower than than some of his slowest, um, but it's gonna be like a, a war of of terrain. So he does have that going for him, which is nice. So I'm gonna go myself by one. I think that's comfortable. This match is not gonna be close. <laughs> the only way this match is close is is that you think about this prediction and you're gonna want the perfect call, and then you're gonna start fucking up on purpose. You're not low. <laughs> this I, I I think you're gonna win this match by 
by five, maybe four. Okay. We'll go four just, just to be safe. I, I don't know. I just think that – I don't want to say that, that butt whooping, but that butt whooping that's going to be received from Ty, I just feel like, I don't know, man, something kind of been giving him, you know, the benefit of the doubt these past couple weeks, kind of letting me down, bro. Yeah. I just don't think uh, he has – I just think your team like just kills him in a lot of aspects. If I'm being completely honest, so I'm going with you by four. And if if you do win by one, I think it's because you probably just did it on purpose. <laughs> in That's actually my first uh, time thinking about that. We actually have the the power to influence one decision each week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. If man. we can make that yeah. work, then uh, I might have to go for a perfect call. That's a good point. <laughs> But no, we'll see how it goes. I don't like saying that. I just, just, just want to let the audience know that he pretty much just admitted to, to you know, <laughs> match, match, match fixing. Match fixing, yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. That's, 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 that's all i Yo, the commission's going to come down on us. Facts. That's funny. As he should. That's hilarious. I didn't think about that, but you're right. You are absolutely correct. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but I've got you down uh, for me by four, so. Yes. Right, and you can go ahead and take us home if you want. All right, we got myself, the cleaner against Brandon. Pretty awesome guy, but a you know, pretty nice guy. I don't know much about him, but you know, <laughs> since I called myself, since I called myself the cleaner, I was like, damn, do I give him a title? I was like, yeah, I'm <laughs> the, you know, the, the the really nice guy. I'm go myself by five only oh. because. I have a plan. The plan works. I don't think Brendan's going to be able to recover from it. I will say, I don't, Brendan, if you're listening, don't be intimidated by what I'm about to say. I do think if he does decide to go trick room, I don't think it's going to be a good time for him. If he does not decide to go trick room, I still don't think it's going to be a good time for him, to be completely honest. Um, he has hitters, but I think my hitters match up really, really well against his, to be completely honest. So... I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm just saying that I'm just saying myself by a big margin because I need to put that pressure on myself because I need to. I I can't lose three weeks in a row. I've never lost three <laughs> weeks in a row, and I will. Oh man! No, I mean that's thought of it. Just even making me like this. Well, yeah. Let me tell you, losing three in a row is not fun, especially when they're the first three of the season and you go zero and three. Oh, that's tough. It's it's not not uh-huh. a good time. Uh, but yeah, any any stretch of three losses is no bueno. But I like the idea, you know, put the put the pressure on yourself, make sure you you know prepare accordingly, and um, it's gonna be fun. So this one's a a tough one for me. Um, the only reason is because I know that Brendan preps a lot. So Brendan, I've worked with him for the last few weeks, and we you know battle after battle after battle, just you know just making sure we've kind of taking a look at the team from all different aspects and, and tried a few different things and and worked through some sets that probably aren't ideal. Like I'm looking at you, Special Ensign, probably not the best choice. <laughs> but again, I will take kind of a little bit of partial blame. I'm not going to put a lot of blame on myself. If I had to say any, it would be like 20%. Because um, I, I did ultimately kind of co-sign the Special Ensign. I'll say that here officially. Um. Well, but I, like again... <laughs> Because there's nothing wrong with sniffing outside the box. Right. Like, right. I just, I, you know, I don't want everyone to sniff like, okay, well, it's like, you know, but what if one, you know, if, if it works 
one week and you're confident that it's going to work again, then try it out. But you also can't expect it to, like, if that's not a Pokemon's ideal strength, right? right. You know, it's not something that would usually happen. You can't, like, expect it to work. Yeah. Especially if you're going against a team that's, like, decently bulky. And again, from what I've heard, I heard it was a good match. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we got a replay for it, but I heard it was a good match. Um, but I don't know, man. If she wants to go for it, then go for it. I don't think it's going to help him this week. <laughs> well, no, I think sometimes yeah. sometimes it is like don't try to put like a, what, a square peg into a round hole because, I mean, it's it's just take the round peg, put it in the round hole. That's what it's there for. Just, you know, do it that way. Um, but again, like there was one specific circumstance where in even in practice, it was kind of uncovered that, you know, running a special Incineroar, as weird as it may sound, would have picked up a KO where a physical one wouldn't, which is kind of crazy, but you ran the numbers and it made sense. It checked out. So, you know, let's let's make it work. I'm not a big fan, but go ahead and, and toss it on the teams how that works out. So all of that just to say that, like I say all of that just to say that Brendan does prep quite a bit, you know, so I feel like he's going to be prepared going into this fight and I'm kind of like the, the a battle buddy of his right now, so... I feel like um, he will be prepared, um, but we also prepared a lot, you know, for Mike last week, and Mike kind of came out on top uh, there. So I feel like Brendan will be ready, but I feel like you're gonna take it by three, and I'm kind of like, right, just, to say that. Just know there's, <laughs> I, I, like when y'all prep, I, I, there's not, not like I already know what I'm gonna do. There's no way that you. <laughs> We're gonna predict it. I know. I hope it works, cause then, I'll, cause then maybe I'll redeem myself for that explosion fiasco. But if it works, I'm hoping I get you know the props for it. So I'm saying. No, so we'll, I'm saying. we'll yeah. see the replay. You've got the capture card now, which is fire. Absolutely love it. Um, so we'll be able to to see how it goes down. Um, and actually, funny story. Last week, I think um, after your battle, I can't remember. You know, if it was the day of or day after or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I was like, how to go, blah blah blah. And you said how it went. And um, I was like, oh, man, in my head, I was thinking, like, oh, man, I wish we would have seen a replay for it. And then I thought, like, in that same split second, I was like, wait a minute, we do get to see a replay for it. <laughs> so that it's was man. super exciting. That was fire. Here it is, bro. I think I know why I'm losing. Uh-huh. I think it's the capture card. When I'm like, when I, when mm. I was, you know, and I, when I didn't expose myself, when I, when I wasn't focusing on if the thing was recording, and I had my music blasting, gotcha. those, those were the good old days. Now, no, that's now I'm like, I have to listen to the game's audio and stuff <laughs> like that, just because I don't want my music to just be popping up. But that is interesting. We'll see. No, that's, a, that's an interesting mix. I didn't think about that. Because it is, it is different playing in front of people, you know, versus playing, you know, just, just playing. Um it definitely is. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that at all, but but yeah, no, just keep recording those matches. We still want to see that replay. So <laughs> I got you, got you. No, but that's it. So uh, I picked you by three in that in that final match of the week, um, and that's Thank it. You. So I picked kind of based on my gut feelings. Uh, there were a few times where I kind of wanted to change a score or maybe even change a player that I picked, but I feel like I <laughs> I look at the at the matchups and I say this person by this score, and I feel like I did that this week. So again, we'll see how it turns out next week. Could be bad. Could be good. But it's true, man. It's time how the ball rolls, you feel me? For sure, for sure. Well, all right, big, go home, man. Was there anything else you wanted to get out for week four? You know, any any week three stuff that you wanted to talk about or any week four stuff? Oh, that's... man. 
Yeah, bro. We had our first head-to-head of the conferences. Mm-hmm. You know, if you to take your eyes to the standings tab and yep. go under, you know, yep. the Armour yep. Conference standings, you can see that out of the eight matches, the Crown Conference took six and the Armour Conference took two. Um, <laughs> Most because me and Jordan decided to play stupid this week, <laughs> so you know, so you know, that's something to say about that, right? But right. yeah, props, you know, props to the Crown nope. Conference guys. Crown still getting sucks. it done. Y'all are whack. Yeah, but <laughs> like we got smoked, like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm six, glad that six two is rough. That's rough. So I mean, you know, our next one is I believe um, after this week. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. so it's a chance for us. Um, we'll probably cover that um, next Monday. So right, yeah. right. Actually, um, I think we alternate the rest of the season. Let me just double check that. So week four conference. Um, yeah. So for the next, what's that? Eight weeks, I think. Eight, yeah, I think it's eight weeks. For the next eight weeks, we do alternate back and forth, conference and then non-conference, and then back to conference, et cetera, and so forth and so on. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to keep an eye on because we did it a little bit in season two. That was the only other season where we had conferences, and that was really fun to keep up with. Um, and even now, now that we have like you know one conference has won six games and the other conference has won two, we're starting to see it pop up on Facebook comments like, "Yo, Crown Conference is trash." And I, 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 stand, <laughs> I stand by my statement, even though we got bodied this week. I still stand by it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you got smoked this week. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Right, right. Now, 6-2 again is pretty, uh, that's pretty, that's a pretty dominant week. And I think anyone would, would agree mm-hmm. with that. But yeah, that that's going to be a really fun development as uh, as we go forward, so. Yeah, man. And just one final thing I'd like to add is that, and I know it's going to sound crazy, because I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, holy smokes, can't believe it's already almost here. Mid-season is in three weeks, which I totally forgot wasn't even a thing because i'm used to this season being like week eight yeah or week seven and it's er, bro it's early like it's <laughs> right there yeah like, I, like after this week i'm like it's already gonna be like unveiled and i'm assuming that zach and ian are probably gonna do it on stream or they're probably gonna do their, their own separate thing where mm-hmm. Ian probably gonna stream it later and you know have this all hop in discord but it'll be interesting um and it's also, and I don't have to battle on my birthday, so if I lose, I'll, I'll, I'll be pretty dope. <laughs> That's funny. No, Pokemon is such a fun game when you're winning, but when you lose, it's like, it can destroy a day. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, man. It's tough. Yeah. When I lost, um, you know, when you when you win, it's like, all right, uh, whatever happens today, at least I won this match. We're going to talk about it all week. We're going to talk about it Sunday night on stream and it's gonna be fun right it's 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 mm-hmm. dope but when you lose food just doesn't taste as good <laughs> it's just it's a downer it's like oh my gosh and it's not even it's not even that day it's like we got to relive it the weekend too it's like oh my gosh you know it's a uh, yeah pokemon's a fun game when you're winning and it's you know it can be a pain when you lose but um true it's rough out here bro. yeah it, it's it's an interesting game i feel like that's I feel like that's how a lot of things in life are, but at the same time, like if I play Fortnite, I'll just hop on and I'll be joking with friends or, or you know, just running through a few matches. And if I lose, you get mad for the second, you're right back to it. Um, but Pokemon, especially the way we do it, it's like, all right, you prep all week. <laughs> yeah, you go bro. In. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then if you lose, it's like, 
you can take positives out of it. Like, all right, I could have done this better. Like in my match, obviously turn one, I could have Dynamax. Could have changed the outcome. Um, but I just, you know, didn't do it and it, it messed me up. I tried to play through it. And then even uh, like towards the end of the battle, I could have brought two different Pokemon in as, as opposed to the two that I brought. Could have changed the outcome. I'm not saying I would have won, but it would have been a little different. But um, but it's like, uh, well, hindsight is what it is, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's real, man. It's facts. Right, right. No, it's uh, it's an interesting season we got. It's interesting development of stuff that we have going on, but it's fun. It's fun, mm-hmm. and we get to do it with a cool, cool group of guys. So, we have a good time. Exactly. Well, all right. Well, I think that's all I've got. There's nothing else that I really had on my mind. So, if you've got nothing else, I think we're good. All right, bro. Sounds. Audience, same time next week. You yep. know. Well, yep. Yep. Well, not. Well, not for you guys. You probably see this around like you know a different time of day, <laughs> but you know we're always here. 11 p.m. Right. Nights, right. right now. Right. Now, you guys, first opportunity tomorrow, Tuesday, 7 a.m. That's actually when it goes live. Just if anyone was curious, 7 a.m. every Tuesday. But, um, yeah, anytime you listen to it, it's here. So you know where to find us. Should I start doing plugs? You know where to find us. Spotify, Pandora, all your podcast listeners. Apple. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, what? Apple Podcasts. What? Are you, you know, <laughs> if you have Spotify, you can definitely right. look us up. Go at ahead. The, let me see. I actually have it. Can we, give me a second. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me see. Yep, the PLC Podcast at on the Apple PLC Music. PLC, capital T. Mm-hmm. Now that's us. That's, and, mm-hmm. we're you know, if you're, if you're on Spotify, hit that following but I mean, follow button, but I'm already following it, so I can't follow it. You can find all the previous episodes from even before in season when Jordan was talking to the different people about certain seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically if you were a rookie on a certain season, he would bring you over there. All those episodes are on there. It's on Spotify. Hit follow to be updated whenever a new podcast comes out. It'll be the first thing that you recommended. Absolutely. And yeah, man. No, we're official. This is a. Uh... We're using an app that makes YouTube. it makes it really easy to uh, to get this out. You said YouTube. Jordan, look into YouTube. Look into YouTube. Oh, we could. No, 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 no. Plug in. YouTube. Oh yeah, plug yeah. In. Wait. So should I plug my YouTube or should I plug Mirasame Media? Yours. Right. We're in both. a few different locations, but um, but yeah, we actually, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, you're the bomb. Dot com, by the way. Um, but yeah, you can actually so find me on YouTube at J the Homie. Um, that's all one word. It's J A Y T H A. So I spelled it a little interesting because J the T H E was taken, but J the homie. Uh, and I actually, you know, I put out VGC content. It's fun. But then I also record each of my matches for the season. So all the stuff that you just listened to for the past hour and a half, I actually record my matches with live reactions. So I think that's actually a lot of fun. So I'm going to continue to do that throughout the season. And hopefully I can make playoffs because I feel like that's going to hype it up even more. So, <laughs> But yeah, check me out. Check us out. And uh, that's all I've got. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Oh no, did we lose Jay? Jay, are you there? No, we lost Jay. <laughs> oh no. Jay, I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm here. Where's some media? Okay. Oh, it did that thing. I was where, to do the whole thing. No, look, I, I was. was the whole thing.
I, I was closing and I was I was like, and I guess that's it. I'll see you next week or whatever I said. I was waiting for you to be like, all right, peace. And it disconnected. <laughs> My phone was like, nah, bro, disconnect. No, but that's it. So yeah, I'll just, I just closed. If you want to say bye, it's still recording. So all right, y'all, see you guys next week and peace. Peace. There we go. See you guys.